All right. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dre of All Trades podcast. Um, I hope you guys are doing good. I'm really excited to talk about today's topic. And it's called, like the title says, making the best plan ever. So it's very simple, very straightforward. You know, this episode is going to be all about um, how I have kind of come up with a formula in a sense for how to make the best plan ever. And I'm going to tell you guys all about it um, step by step in today's episode. So I hope you guys enjoy it and let's get into it. Okay. So for making the best plan ever, um, you know, there's several ways that this can come into play in your life. You know, um, I know recently I've talked with a couple friends and they've been struggling with high school in their senior year. You know, they're afraid that they might, um, they might fail and they might not be able to graduate. You know, that might be your situation. That's going to need a plan to get back on track and be able to get better grades and actually be able to graduate, right? Or maybe let's just say that you have really big ambitions. There's things that you really want to do with your life. You know, you need to plan those things out. And if you don't plan, you know, you're planning for failure. I, th- I don't know the exact quote, but I think it's something like that. I hope you guys get my point. Um, and yeah, so there's many times that plans can come into your life. Um, I know another somewhat common one could be that, you know, maybe you're struggling with your finances. You don't know how to handle your finances and you come with a plan to handle those, right? Several ways that this can apply to your life. Um, and so let's just now get into the step-by-steps. So first step, very important one, you have to be self-aware. There's two places that you can be self-aware in. There's being self-aware about you personally, and there's being self-aware about the situation at hand. So the situation at hand, uh, right, it could be that you're getting bad grades. Um, let's say that, you know, none of your grades are C's or above. Um, and so you need to understand the situation, recognize the situation like, oh, hey, I'm getting all C's or I'm getting below C's. Um, I not be able, I might not be able to graduate unless I get these two at least to C or something. You know, you have to be self-aware about the situation. And then self-aware about yourself comes into play when it's like, I know how I like to do things. I know what I'm best at. Um, I know what I blah, blah, blah. That's kind of what the being self-aware about yourself is. And then that's step one. Now step two is recognizing possible solutions to the situation at hand. So let's say that you're in school and we're going to keep going with that example. You know, you have bad grades and you get it to at least a C. Um, Or well, that's a possible solution is just getting it to a C. Let's say that there's other things that tie into you having bad grades. Like let's say that um, you plan on studying uh, like sciences uh, later on in life, or you know that you want to get good at English because it's going to be important because you're, you're maybe you're a, a foreigner and you need to, you just want to improve, you know, your English, whatever it may be. You know, you also have to take those type of things into account. You know, maybe you want to study um, tech stuff, IT stuff um, in higher education when you go to college or something, if you plan to do that. Um, and so you need to figure out the best solution. You know, maybe you just need to get all C's. But, you know, if you know that you need to get better at English, maybe you want to get English to at least a B, you know, um, any of those things. Right? Lay out the solutions um, and recognize all the possible solutions. Don't overwhelm yourself. I will say, 
Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't try and think of solutions that don't exist, right? Um, but that's that. Now, step three is to pick the best solution out of all of them, okay? Let's say that you only need to get C's. You're only worried about graduating from high school, and that's that. You know, then you only need to get C's, and that's great. So now you know what your goal is, which is a part of the plan, okay? Now, I didn't put this in my notes, but step 3.5 is making the somewhat detailed plan to achieving that goal um, that you're planning for. Now, this is where the whole self-awareness comes in, the personal self-awareness, because, you know, if you know that you work best by doing this or doing that, you obviously have to base your plan around you personally. You know, let's say that you only have an extra 30 minutes a day that you're willing to put out. You know, let's say that you only work good 30 minutes out of the day before you burn out. Then you want to dedicate only 30 minutes of your day to achieving your goal. Or let's say that you you work best when you have a teacher helping you. Then you need a plan for, you know, the teacher helping you. Or maybe it's not a teacher that can help you. Maybe it's another student and friend. Or maybe just another classmate that can tutor you in a sense, right? You need to be self-aware about how you work and which um, which steps will help you get to your best solution. Okay? And then step four is you need to act. First of all, you need to actually act. You need to do the things that you need to do. And then tied in with um, acting for step four is you need to find a way to hold yourself accountable. Someone like me, I personally like to think that I can hold myself pretty accountable for everything that I do. But other people might need their friend, their best friend to hold them accountable. They might need their brother. They might need their sister. Maybe they need their parent to hold them accountable. Find a way to hold yourself accountable in some sort of way. And that's step four. Now, step five is you want to reward yourself for wins. And then just don't do anything if you quote-unquote lose. Um, I don't want to call it losing. I'd rather say... You just don't accomplish the goal. You just don't succeed. That's not a bad thing. It's just you not accomplishing it. There's a difference, right? And so I, it doesn't have to be a crazy reward. In fact, I don't recommend a crazy reward. You know, I'll give you an example. I really like boba tea. And I don't really get myself boba tea that often. But I kind of save it for special occasions. Special occasions being if I accomplish a goal. So, for example, I just finished reading... Uh, Crush It by Gary Vee, which was a goal. I want to finish it on the 10th of March. I want to say I finished it around the 7th or 8th of March. And so that's great. I haven't rewarded myself yet, but I plan to. I'm going to go get myself boba tea once it gets a little bit warmer. It's a little bit cold right now uh, where I live. But right, I need to reward myself for you know accomplishing that thing. And you guys need to do that too. Um, it doesn't have to be a big reward. In fact, it's probably better to do a small reward, you know, if you've been looking at a new little piece of jewelry, hopefully it doesn't cost too much, um, you know, go get yourself a piece of jewelry. If you were wanting to buy this new game, uh, you know, maybe go get the new game. Anything like that, a small reward for actually accomplishing. And one thing that I want to mention and note for you guys to keep in mind is some people get confused with not accomplishing things and some and not accomplishing things means that it's bad. Um, 
not accomplishing things doesn't mean that you did bad. It just means that it's more like you're neutral. You're in the same place as you were before, in a sense. And and that's debatable. You know, you probably learn things while you're at least trying to finish your goal. Um, but the thing is, the main thing is, it's not a bad thing that you didn't finish your goal. Think of it as you did neutral, right? You just didn't move um, from your spot, in a sense. And so there's no need to punish yourself um, when you're thinking about that, too. You know? So just keep that in mind. There's no need to, you know, punish yourself for not accomplishing a goal. Um, you're in a neutral state almost. You didn't do bad. You didn't do good. Okay? That's a big thing. I've seen a lot of people punish themselves for not accomplishing things. You're just setting yourself back when really you're just neutral. So keep that in mind. Okay, now um, I want to talk about some resources to help you guys out in making the best plan ever. So first off, uh, TickTick is a really great app. Um, you can find it on your phone. You can find it on a web browser. You can download it to your computer. It's basically a better reminders app for you iPhone users or Apple users. Uh, it's like reminders, but it's better. I really like the format of it. Um, it's a lot more customizable and it's free. There is a premium version if you want to get it. I personally don't use it. I would love to get it actually though, as it's a really cool calendar feature. But besides that, TickTick is a really good reminders app. Um, in fact, I'm using it right now while I'm making this episode. Um, it kind of lays out my episodes and it, it's a great resource. So TickTick is a really good one. Uh, T-I-C-K, T-I-C-K, TickTick. Um, really awesome. Resource number two if you're handling um, a unique uh, plan, like maybe you've never planned for something like this before, you're probably going to need some motivation. And I recommend uh, I recommend motivational podcasts. And so, um, my personal favorite motivational podcast, or it's not necessarily motivational, but to me it motivates me. Um, it's called the Mindset Mentor. I forget who it's by, but shout out to my the Mindset Mentor. Uh, it's a really great podcast. Like it says, it's the it's to mentor your mindset, um, and your mindset is very essential for a lot of things in your life. So that's another resource is just motivational podcasts. And then resource number three is if you can, you should go out and get a dry erase calendar. Um, I personally use it, and all I do is I write my big goals for the month. Um, so if, like I mentioned with Crush It, the book that I want to finish reading, I have that written on my calendar. It's literally right to my right. Um, I also have, um, I had to do my taxes for my business, um, and then I, and it also counts as my personal taxes in this case. And I need to do that, and I want I need to do it by March fifteenth. And you know, I wrote that down, and I did it, and that's great. You know, I'm really happy, and that was one of the bigger goals. And then on my calendar specifically, there's a little section for the actual calendar itself. To the right, there's a little blank area where you can write notes. I also write my smaller goals over there, um, but I don't overwhelm myself. I maybe set like a maximum, maximum three big goals, and then um, maximum probably three small goals as well throughout a whole month. Because I know if I do more, this is where this like kind of where the self-aware stuff comes in, right? I know if I do more, then I'm going to get burnt out. I know if I do less, I won't do any of them, um, and so. That's something to keep in mind. Third resource is possibly getting a dry erase calendar. Dry erase calendars aren't essential. I think it's more if you consistently have goals that you're wanting to meet. Meet. Okay, 
that's it for today's episode on the Dre of All Trades podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys can go ahead and use this uh, template, uh, this layout to come up with the the best plan ever and achieve that best plan ever. And I really hope you guys reward yourself for it. I know you guys can do good. Um, and that's that. Hope you guys have a great issue day. This has been Dre from the Dre of All Trades podcast. If I haven't said it enough already, um, I'll see you guys in the next one. Deuces.